Hi gang, thanks for downloading this classic episode of News Fighters. Just a reminder, if you're looking for new original episodes of News Fighters, they're now over on the Irrational Fear podcast feed. So search for Irrational Fear on your podcasting app or go to irrationalfear.com for all new episodes of News Fighters. In the meantime, enjoy this classic News Fighters episode. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Warning, this episode of News Fighters contains offensive language, mostly thanks to politicians behaving badly. This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Hi guys, welcome to News Fighters for today, May the 4th, 2019. I'm your host, Dylan Bianinima. Now, let's get straight into the disastrous last week of the federal election campaign, with resignations and disendorsements everywhere. Good evening. The federal election campaign has become a graveyard for candidates. They are dropping like flies. Another one bites the dust. Okay, media, so how many candidates have we lost exactly? The major parties have lost five candidates. Now that takes the number to six. The 11th candidate disendorsed. 15 candidates either quitting or dumped. Okay, so it's somewhere between five and 15. Well, you know, close enough. Who needs maths these days anyway? Okay, so why are all the candidates being dumped? Is it the whole Section 44 citizenship thing again? Foreign donations? Conflicts of interest? Oh, no, no, no. This is Australia. So you know it's going to be all racism and strippers. Queensland Senate candidate Steve Dixon has sensationally resigned after being filmed drunk, groping women and making derogatory comments about them in a US strip club. Two Victorian Liberals have been disendorsed for racist and homophobic comments. Labor's candidate in Melbourne, Luke Creasy, who posted jokes about rape and lesbians online six years ago. Stupid is stupid is stupid. Jessica Whelan, the Liberals picked for the Tasmanian seat of Lyons, now banished after more anti-Muslim posts surfaced. I think about 2017, I would have made some anti-Islamic posts. Yes, former Liberal Tasmanian candidate Jessica Whelan there. And what a very tentative, withheld admission of guilt there. I mean, that's kind of more of the tone you use when you admit you like Brian Adams or Black Eyed Peas, not when you admit to posting anti-Islam memes. I mean, the way she described it, surely what she posted couldn't have been that bad, could it? In a series of Facebook posts, Ms Whelan is accused of urging violence against American feminists supporting Sharia law. 
Round them up, Donald. Cut their clitorises off and sell them to Muslims in Muslim countries. Okay, that's pretty bad. Of course, the first question you have to ask is how did these candidates get pre-selected? Especially considering that back on April 13, Scott Morrison bragged about how good the Liberals' vetting process was when three potential candidates were caught out over the Section 44 citizenship thing. And I think what this demonstrates is just the party doing its job of proper further vets and checks before we get to close of nominations. And what it shows is that we're doing the due diligence. Yes, so it seems this election, due diligence on candidates only extends as far as glancing at their birth certificates and not searching their Facebook profiles for racist memes. Anyways, when first asked about the racist post, Jessica Whelan denied it vehemently. Yeah, it just goes to show how far some of your opposition will stoop. Miss Whelan claims the picture is a fake, suggesting her account was hacked. Yes, hackers are amazing now, how they can go back in time and hack your account from before you were even a candidate. Of course, it's not the first time I've heard the hacker defence from the Liberal Party. Senior Government Minister Christopher Pine has blamed hackers after his social media account liked a gay pornographic video. But sexism and Islamophobia aside, clearly the weirdest reason for one of the candidates stepping down so far has to be this one. Northern Territory Labor Senate candidate Wayne Kernoff Comrade. stepping out because he shared a conspiracy theory that Earth is run by an alien race of giant Jewish shape-shifting lizards. Oh, the space lizard theory again. I'm so sick of hearing about the space lizards this election. Anyway, it's been a big learning experience for all involved. As Labor's Luke Creasy noted in his resignation statement, This is a really important lesson for young people that your social media footprint will follow you. Well, I couldn't agree more. We should all bear that in mind. So maybe the next time you're on Facebook and you're about to share the conspiracy theory about the Earth being run by alien space lizards, maybe take a step back and just ask yourself, will this perhaps hinder my upcoming Senate candidacy in any way? And if that's the case, think twice. Anyways, now on to the main story this episode. Tony Abbott and Zali Stengel go head-to-head in the Sky News Manly Daily Warringah Debate. The Sky News Debate was a forum where the locals asked questions, and it really did provide some insight into the amazingly diverse array of privileged, posh-sounding old white men who live there. My name's James. I'm, uh, I run a venture capital firm in the city. What should have been able to live and work in many countries around the world? A lot of people here have self-managed super funds. Including myself, my wife. Yeah, there were so many men asking questions, it even frustrated host David Spears. Do we have any women with questions? And if you want an idea of the kind of audience that the candidates were preaching to, Tony Abbott's big scare campaign in his closing statement wasn't about the cost of childcare, healthcare or electricity. Oh no, it was much scarier. Changes to the capital gains tax and negative gearing that will reduce the value of your house, the Real Estate Institute says, by 10%. Now, in Mossman, that means a $400,000 hit on your net wealth. Wow, what a relatable scare campaign for Middle Australia. Look out, Howard's Battlers and Tony's Tradies, your $4 million Mossman mansion could go down as much as 10%. Anyways, the biggest issue of the debate, for some unknown reason, was a road tunnel. And both candidates were falling over themselves to declare their love for this tunnel. The best thing that government can do to improve the lives of everyone around here is to get the tunnel built as quickly as possible. I support the tunnel, I should say, contrary to all the advertising that you put out. That's why I am so passionate about the tunnel. Guys, 
I think Tony Abbott wants some time alone with the tunnel. Also, I haven't seen Tony Abbott so supportive of a big empty void since Cardinal Pell. However, some locals were against the tunnel. Uh, how will a $14 billion tunnel that makes it easier to get in and out of one of the most affluent and popular places in Australia improve housing affordability, not attract more traffic? Yes, stop the tunnel. We will decide who goes to the beach in Warringah, and we will keep public transport shitty so they can't come. The best way of doing something is not to build a train line which really will bring uh, far more people into this beautiful area. The environment shaped up as another big issue and Tony Abbott declared that he's a greenie now. Well, we're all conservationists. Uh, I, I certainly am very proud of my record. But then admitted to owning a polluting old car. My own case, a car which is currently uh, more than 20 years old. But what is it with Aussie pollies bragging about driving crappy old cars? Here's Labor leader Bill Shorten and New South Wales Labor leader Michael Daly recently. I haven't bought a new car in a while. I've got a Holden Commodore. Oh, right, so you're yeah. a normal bloke. Just a guy from the Burbs, that's right. me. Is that the new Commodore or oh, the no, shitty not, one? No, the old one. shitty one, yeah. It's like each of them owns six investment properties, but they all drive old bombs, so they appear like they're the Kerrigans from the movie The Castle. Could you move the Chimera? I need to get the Tirana out so I can get to the Commodore. I'll have to get the keys of Cortina, but I'm going to move that Chimera. Then the discussion turned to the importing of electric vehicles and the Liberals' lack of support for Labor's 50% electric vehicle target. So what is going to happen in five to ten years' time when all international car manufacturers are focusing primarily on electric vehicles and we do not have any infrastructure for charging and we are not ready for that, what will we be driving? Well, we may very well recreate our own car industry. <laughs> Mate, not if everyone's buying new cars at the rate you are, that's for sure. Anyways, Tony Abbott also went on to rewrite history as he loves to do, this time by claiming credit for passing marriage equality by not voting for it in the parliament. You want to take the opportunity here, Tony Abbott, to explain why you didn't reflect the electorate's views by voting yes in the parliament? Well, I respected the electorate's views by not voting against it. I facilitated, I facilitated the passage of the bill. Simple as that. And then when it came to female representation in the Liberal Party, Tony Abbott said he was against quotas, but in favour of targets. Look, I'm not in favour of quotas, David. I'm not. But I certainly think that targets are important. One of the things that I, ha I had as leader uh, was a target to have 50% uh, by 2025. Has it worked? Well, it hasn't worked as well as I'd like so far. Yeah, funny how those non-binding targets didn't seem to work, isn't it? It's kind of like instead of having a law saying don't rob banks, you just make it a polite suggestion and then act surprised when all the banks get robbed. That's kind of what happened here. It hasn't worked as well as I'd like so far. But Anyways, it wasn't all about Tony. Zali Stegel also tried to sell herself as basically Tony with a climate change policy. I'm your classic Northern Beaches tragic who's only lived within a 5k radius of Manly. My preference on supply and confidence will be the coalition. I support strong climate change policy. Yes, on to closing statements and Tony Abbott really read the mood in the room. Now I also know that some of you are thinking of a protest vote. Fair enough. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we know why. Hey, anyways, Tony, if you do lose Warringah on May 18, I think the people of Australia can gather together and indeed quote your own poetic words when they send you this condolence message. <laughs> Shit happens. And if you do end up winning, well, I guess... Stupid is stupid is stupid. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe on your favourite podcasting apps. Write us a review on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at NewsFightersPod. I'm Dylan Bain. Keep fighting and bye for now. 
This is News Fighters, where we fight the news so you don't have to. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.